Whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships, I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. Hi, everybody. It is Kit and Cynthia, and it's just the two of us today. If you guys didn't know this, we record at the Spotify offices in downtown Manhattan, like financial district area, and they have this coffee bar, this fancy coffee bar, and I'm having my second coffee of the day, so I'm talking really fast and like slightly (laughs) spinning out, but maybe it'll make me more productive, which is our topic for today. I wonder, does coffee make you more productive? Does caffeine Probably make you not. more? Probably not. I feel like it might be the opposite. Yeah. Speaking of the opposite, what do you do? Let's 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 say what we each do to procrastinate. I feel like for me, I it's honestly so bad, but it's scrolling. Like I could scroll on my phone on Instagram for so long just because I feel like Part of it is collecting inspiration. Like I save so many posts and things that inspire me from, you know, photographers, from influencers. And so I love like that visual stimulation. And so that's kind of how I procrastinate. Procrastogram? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I guess mine is a little more analog. I clean... I may I've I've always feel like I have to have a tea or a coffee before I start work and then that turns into cleaning the kitchen whether I'm at work or at home and you know it just the endless there's endless tidying and well I actually think that cleaning can be a way to increase your productivity Um, because I think that having a clean space to work in is actually really important. And I find that when I have, when my room is clean, when my desk is clean, I'm able to really focus on, you know, my schoolwork or my work work, whatever it is. I think that space and having a clean and organized space is... And a clean and organized head. Yeah, is like allows you to have a clean and organized head. So how do you organize yourself? Well, I guess, I mean, this is the big debate and it really is all about what works for you, whether it's writing things down or having it all like digital. For me, what works best is having everything digital just because I'm like able to change things as I'm on the go. So I use iCal on my phone and my laptop. And obviously when I create an event in iCal on my phone, it appears on my laptop as well. And that's actually like, I will put in events that I have. So, you know, like 6 p.m. dinner with blank or whatever it is, shoot at 3 p.m., record at 11 a.m. or whatever it is. But I do also create events for 
to-do lists. So if I have an assignment due for school on Thursday, but I want to get it done on Wednesday, I will create an actual event in iCal that says 12 p.m. complete, you know, math assignment for school. And then I know that during that hour, I will only be working on that thing. So it's creating events, but also like having a to-do list in my iCal. Well, that's what I like to have the deadlines and then work backwards and organize my time because I hate being, I hate all-nighters, being stressed. I hate all that stuff. So I like to start from the end and work backwards. Fun fact, I've actually never pulled an all-nighter for school. Okay. How do you organize yourself? <laughs> I've pulled a bunch of all-nighters before shows. Yeah, well, that's different. How is that still happening sometimes? How do you organize yourself? So for me, for my productivity, I feel like it's important. I I need to know myself. I need to know my own internal clock and when, because so much of what my productivity depends on is creative and and being motivated and without inspiration, I think you can't really be motivated. So, you know, all those things are so uh, tied together that, and it's so uh, emotional and, and sort of innocuous, you know, like how do you, how do you just, you don't just sit down and go like, okay, I'm going to be inspired now. You know, it's really like you, you know, after years and years, just like knowing your internal clock. I know in the mornings I'm not, I'm when I very, very, very first wake up in that raw time when you're sort of half awake, half asleep, I have pure inspiration, pure vision of things. I write everything down. Um, I draw. And and then it sort of goes away, and I, I have another uh, flash, like from 4 to 7 p.m. So knowing my own internal productivity clock, I think, is kind of how I organize myself. I and I do write, agree. I write things down. I have, you know, sketchbooks and notebooks because I can't really do that digitally. So it becomes a little bit more like little post-it notes and sketchbooks and everything like that all over the place. I completely agree. And that's why I organize my day so that I wake up really early because I know that I am most productive in the morning and honestly past like... 6 30 7 p.m my brain just wants to turn off and chill so I would rather start working at like 8 a.m and get all of my stuff done than try and like force my brain to focus after that time when it's like really wanting to chill so I think that's really important but what tools do you use to organize yourself like I use iCal do you do your stuff digitally or I mean I just I do my schedule digitally but as far as um creatively I have a ginormous uh like a whole maybe 40 foot wall of magnet board and I just keep posting and and sketches 
uh, photos, you know, mood board-ish, although I, I don't really like that term, mood board. It's like actual real art and information that we've created and we put it all up so that you can step away. I think I think actually a very important part of productivity is stepping away. And that can work for, you know, if you're just buckling down for a math quiz, whether you ha- are in business, whether you're in whatever your industry or interest is. And for me, it's like a physical step away. But I think it's important to be able to walk away and kind of let things marinate in your head and then go back with a fresh eye. I think you actually are way more productive than if you're just pushing through trying to like cram and get it get it done. So everything's on a board. I like to step away. I like to see it all visually. I like to create, you know, sort of uh, organization within the visuals. And and then I will, you know, shoot it and have it on my phone or laptop for for you know a digital reference, and then be able to uh, organize it digitally. Mm-hmm. On the step away thing, I I completely agree, and I think that you know sometimes when I'm really like when it's something, especially for school, like if I'm studying for an exam. I will set an actual timer on my phone for like 30 or 40 minutes, put my phone on do not disturb, focus for those 30 or 40 minutes, get a bunch of stuff done, and then take a step back, take a walk, Um, you know, allow myself to go on my phone, whatever it is, and take a little break and step back, and then go back to it with fresh with a fresh eye like you said. And actually for this podcast, I posted on my Instagram and I asked what questions you guys had about productivity. And one that came up was, you know, how do you organize work, school and self-care or fitness? And I think that for me, scheduling in the beginning of the week like oh, these are the fitness classes I want to do or these are the little things that I want to do for myself or, you know, time to hang out with friends, whatever it is. And scheduling those things in is great for me because that is my, you know, step back from work. And I know that I have that time scheduled so that I focus in the time that I have free that I like need to get stuff done. Well, I I think for me, I like to be as productive in my fun time as I am in my work time. So I'm a big list maker and I think it's important to have lists for your downtime and your fun time almost as much as your work time. So, you know, so that you know, like here's all these things that I want to do for fun Mm -hmm. or fitness or wellness and you have that also as your that becomes your goal then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think it it becomes a little bit crazy to have everything in your calendar, but I am kind of one of those people who like on Sunday nights I like to sit down, I like to be like, okay, what does my week look like? And actually schedule in a few of those things. So, you know, I know that on 
Thursday night, I'm going to go to a soul cycle class or whatever it is. And so I have that like already in my calendar. It's already booked. I know that I'm doing that. And so then for the rest of the week, I'm like, okay, let me think about the times that I have free so that I can get all my tasks done in that time. I have to have lists every, I feel like, I think I saw something like years ago (laughs) where some, it might've been someone who, who was like, in an institution, <laughs> but she made lists everywhere. Like all the walls were covered with lists and, you know, she had, she was writing on her, her, you know, uh, pajamas that she was wearing or her hospital gown. I think it was, she just was making lists everywhere. It was everywhere that you could see there were lists. And I sort of feel like that. Well, you know, like there's a list in the kitchen. There's a list in the bathroom, my desk. And, you know, there's just in the car. I just, it's the best way for me to be productive. I'm one of those people who buys a physical planner every semester for school and then doesn't end up using it because I do everything digitally and I don't know why. Um, I feel like I need to have a physical thing too, but I literally write in it for a week and then don't use it for the rest of the semester. So if anyone can relate to that, please let me know. Wait, just a couple more things that I was thinking about with productivity is knowing how how you are going to get the most out of your time. And I think knowing how you work best. Like I know that I work best as a team. I I can like mess around by myself, like sketching and doing stuff. But when I really need to be productive, I need to have a team around me. And we need, we sort of have, I need systems that set everyone up. Like, okay, you're this person. Being a good delegator, I think is key to being productive or being a good manager is key to being productive. So, you know, if if you work as a team or you know that's how you're you're going to be productive, like setting up like team tasks and and based on what each person is best at and setting them up. I think there's two really important things that come out of that. One is knowing when to ask for help. And two is surrounding yourself with people who are just as motivated and just as productive as you are. I think that having, you know, I have so I have so many different pockets of friends and I know that there's certain people that when I want to chill and watch a movie and, you know, go out and uh, have dinner, just chat like these are the people that I go to. And then there's other people in my life where it's like we sit down and the creative ideas are just flowing and we feel so productive together and we can get stuff done on different projects and, you know, advise each other on those things. So I think knowing the people in your life that really motivate you to get stuff done are the people that you want to be around when you are in need of productive motivation. I think I think a balance too. Like I think I think when you're building a team and thinking about productivity, is there a balance of you don't want a bunch of yes men, but you also don't want contrarians. 
that are going to waste your time, like just arguing to argue. But I think being challenged on ideas is the best way to um, have a very productive project happen, you know? And then the other thing also that comes out of the team thing that you were saying, I think is knowing when to ask for help. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, you need to know what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. And you need to be able to tell yourself like when there's something that you might not be the best at and when you should ask for that help. I definitely know my weaknesses. (laughs) I feel like that's, you know, that's the constant battle is like, okay, I know I'm not good at this, but how, what am I going to do to get around that or go push through that and get this project done? And that's, that's a, that's an important thing to know. There is my, one of my favorite quotes is uh, pressure is a privilege, which I think is so important to remember when you're thinking about productivity and balance and the balance of health and burnout, you know, is pressure is a privilege. Let's not abuse that privilege and let's appreciate it and, and work through it. I agree. Oh, one other thing. I always thought multitasking was a good thing. Like I always thought if you could even, you know, do 10 things at once, that would be um, amazing. But that's not what you believe. Well, I think, you know, for my generation, it's just like, how many things can we do at once? Can we be listening to a podcast and, you know, walking on a treadmill and studying for an exam and doing all these million Uh different things. But I think that sometimes there's tasks that you really need to channel all of your energy and all of your focus in it to really move the needle and do your best work. And that is why, you know, as I mentioned, putting my phone away, putting it on do not disturb. And sometimes I'll have days where I'm like, oh my God, I have so much stuff to get done. And I will literally text my friends and be like, I'm going off the grid for the day and focusing on, you know, what I need to get done and just cranking out those tasks. So I think that sometimes it's really helpful to just like narrow in on that one thing and get it done. And I'm the type of person where like, I really work best in a quiet spot, you know, with no distraction. I think that some people can listen to music while they work or whatever it is. And for me, it's just like, I need to be laser focused on that one thing. To get I cannot done. work in silence. I have to have lots of music, loud music. I'm the exact and opposite. I need a lot of um, like borderline chaos around me to really be fully creative. And I think it's like being productive is knowing those things about yourself and like, again, curating your your workspace to be whatever is best, 
you know, for your task completion. Yeah. To, for me, it's stimulation. I mean, yes, I want to, I want a clean, organized slate to start a creative project, but then the chaos, the music, the visuals, whatever it is, that's all stimulation for me. And that's what kind of gets my creative brain going. Yeah, I think just to close off also is that there's so much pressure around being productive all the time. And sometimes it's good to allow yourself that downtime. I think that social media makes us feel like, oh my God, everyone else is working towards their goals constantly and, you know, always on and all of this stuff. And I think that sometimes it is important to give yourself that downtime and to focus on mindfulness and to be grateful for the things that you have in your life and look back on your accomplishments and be like, wow, I, you know, I have been working really hard and I am proud of myself and allow yourself that time. I think that's important to keep going and avoid burnout. So yeah, just keep that in mind. I like that. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. All right, so I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening. 